Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Now is the time for every disciple of Jesus to live in the fullness of all that he has done and given to us. That is for us to possess, take ownership of, and live in the reality of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection power, here and now, in this world damaged by evil. To live in the truth that he has given us double honour for shame, rejoicing for confusion, beauty for ashes, joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. He has done all this through Jesus Christ. So for us today, he wants to take us to the next level, that is to live in the reality, victory, effectiveness, authority and freedom of who he is and who we are in him. So as we come to today's text, let us surrender our preconceived ideas and our self-will to that of our Father's will and open up our hearts and minds to hear what his Spirit is saying to us today. To understand God's heart for us so that we can live in the reality of double honour, we need to go back in time. From the beginning, God created out of love. He created the first man and woman and gave them the greatest honour of all. He created them in his own image, his identity, and gave them his power and authority to care for his perfect world. He intimately created them and breathed his very breath of life into them. Yet both male and female chose to give their power and dominion over to the evil one and their selfish desires or their flesh. Now both evil and their flesh, that is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh and pride of life, have power over them. Yet God called after them and pursued them in love. He personally made clothing for them and covered their shame. He promised salvation and deliverance from the controlling forces of evil and selfish desires, where he would not just cover their shame, but take it away and give double honour. Once again, be given his identity, just one with good, and live in his power and authority in this world damaged by evil. So God chose to identify himself with the smallest of tribes, to be his witness to the world. Yet they rebelled against him, followed their own will, and as a result again fell into shame, confusion, and did not live in their place of inheritance. So God sent a prophet, someone to speak for him, in a time when people did not hear directly from God. His name was Isaiah. So let us go to today's text. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 7. 
Instead of your shame, you shall have double honour. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. In this verse, God promised to give double honour for shame. God chose to be their deliverer and saviour to all people. This double honour is intricately woven into the identity and work of Jesus. Out of God's great love he honoured us with the greatest gift of all, that is, himself. He came down from heaven to earth, born of the seed of the Spirit, through a woman, from the tribe of people that he chose all those hundreds of years ago. He grew to be a man. Willingly, he laid down his life. And as he hung on the cross, he took upon himself all the shame of humanity. This was the greatest demonstration of love and honour, willing to take our shame and pay the cost. He paid the cost for all humanity. The cost for all our shame. That is, everything we have said, thought and done against God and another. That is completely take away our shame and give double honour, eternal honour that can never be lost, taken away or reshamed. This double honour is beyond our human mind. It is in surrender of our self-will to that of our Father's will, and as we drink freely the living waters each day from his throne room in heaven, that by his Spirit, as he transforms us from the inside out, we can actually live in this reality. Not only know of it, but experience it each and every day. To all who receive Jesus' sacrifice, that is his life, death and resurrection, we receive his identity and name and everything associated with Jesus. That is who he is and what he has done and will do. This includes his intimate relationship with the Father, where we are holy and clean, accepted and most loved, anointed and chosen, honoured and valued, blessed and forgiven, adopted and joint heirs with Jesus, his body and his bride, his temple and his home. He makes his home within us. We receive his spirit within. What an honour to think that the living God wants to dwell within us. We are as firstborn sons, a child of the living God. All this and more is for us to live in the reality of it in time now. We have his identity and name.
double honour is a continual overflowing. So not only do we have his identity and name and everything associated with him, but we also have his position of power and authority. We stand in his kingdom, possess his territory in this world damaged by evil. We are his witnesses to the world and the spiritual powers. By our very existence, we testify of him. And now is the time for us to possess, that is to take hold of, abide in his power and authority in this world damaged by evil. So let us look at a passage of scripture that is a prayer by the Apostle Paul to all disciples throughout the ages. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 to 23. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Wow. The greatness of his power toward us who believe. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead and seated him above all. He is the gift to us. In heavenly places there is a realm of position, power, might and dominion. A place of ultimate authority that transcends time and space dimensions. It is this reality where God's will is done that in him we have our true position. That is ruling and reigning over selfish desires and the powers of darkness, being transformed by his resurrection, ascension, and dominion power. Spiritually, this is to be our present reality. Physically, it is our future inheritance. All the principalities and powers recognize his spirit within us. So it is now the time for us, his body, every disciple to recognize and live in the reality of who he is, what he has done and will do. He has given us double honor and has raised us up to be seated with him in the heavenlies. So let us think about the physical world for a moment. Have you ever seen a headless body? It is dead, has no power, no life. For the physical body to be complete and fully functional, 
receiving signals from the head and the body returning signals to the head. It must be one with the head. For the head to be complete and fully functional, it must be one with the body. So let's think about this word picture in a spiritual sense. Jesus is the head, and we, that is every disciple who receives Jesus, is his body. Even though God does not need us to be complete or fully functional in this world, as he is God, he's perfect, holy, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, the Eternal One, the Lord God Almighty, yet out of his great love, he in Jesus, the Son of God, became the Son of Man. He chose to humble himself so that he would be complete by us, so that we could be complete in him. So Jesus sacrificed his life and gifted himself to us as our head, and we are his body. And the text tells us that all things are under Jesus' feet. And the feet of a human body are part of the body. They are not separate from the body. And as we are the body, all things are under our feet. All things are under his feet, and we are his body, his feet. That is, all things, the powers of darkness and our selfish desires or flesh, are under our feet. The evil one and all his evil spirits have to obey. They have to flee. Their lies are to be exposed by us, and every thought that tries to elevate itself above God is to be cast down, taken captive, and bow to the truth, love, and power of Jesus Christ. No longer do our selfish desires have power over us. We have the power to tear down every negative thought that is contrary to his truth and contrary to our identity in him. Now, there is no condemnation with negative thoughts as they come, but the important thing is that they go. They come in an instant as we live in this world damaged by evil. But praise God, in his power and authority, we can let them go. We know that they are lies and we don't have to believe them. It's when we believe them, we give power over to them and elevate them above God's truth. But it's important to remember they cannot get in and take hold or control us as long as we expose them as lies and tear them down with his truth. In Jesus' name we say no to the lies of the evil one, no to the negative thoughts, and by his Spirit live in the reality of our identity in him and position with him. It is in his power, his might, his authority, and his dominion that we let him apply his rule and reign to our life, starting with our hearts and minds. It is a daily journey, and as he is ruling and reigning in our hearts and minds, we are ruling and reigning against the powers of darkness and selfish desires. By our very existence, we testify to the powers that Jesus is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. When we're surrendered to our Father's will, we herald his kingdom, 
for his kingdom has come in Jesus and is to rule and reign in our hearts and minds in this world damaged by evil. We are the visible representation of the living God. His body on earth and by his spirit we possess, take hold and live in his power and authority. His kingdom, him in us, we in him. Not only do we have his identity and name, his position and power, but we have a part in his healing mission. We testify of him to the principalities and powers. We carry his presence into every situation and we claim and stand in his territory on earth. We, together, herald in his kingdom, with him ruling and reigning in our hearts, minds, and lives. Yes, we live in this world damaged by evil. We live in these mortal bodies. This world where violence, inequality, oppression, sickness and death still exist. Where humanity continues to run from God in an attempt to cover their shame. Instead of running to God to receive his victory and removal of all shame. But God continues to pursue each one in love and gives every disciple a part in his healing mission. That is to reconcile, restore and renew all things to himself. To give double honour for shame. The church or the body of Christ is the earthly expression of the living God, carrying his kingdom within triumphant with Christ over the powers of heaven and earth. It is his working power, his mission, his ministry, his expression, his love story in our story, our story in his story, to the praise of his glory. God has given us double honour for our shame and double possession of his kingdom. We are one with him. We have his identity and name and everything associated with him. He raised us up from the ashes, where we are now seated with him in the heavenly places, to live in his power and authority over the evil one's lies and our selfish desires. Together in his power and authority we stand casting down thoughts and lies, sent to heal. We testify that he walked in our shoes, he saw through our eyes, he felt through our pain, he lives in our hearts, he has set us free, sent to heal others, yes, in his name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.